Hello, it's Ken Barron again with uh, the National Association of Black and White Men Together. And today's topic is Defending Democracy, that series, and this time it's Christian nationalism. So you know by now that the new House Speaker Johnson is a clear rebuttal to the overall liberal societal drift that's happening in the United States. His views are for far out of step with the average American and even with a significant number of the Republicans. White evangelicals still have a very strong hold on the modern Republican Party. They are losing overall market share in the larger culture, but they are certainly taking on an outside role in Republican politics. Johnson is an example of second wave Trumpism. Politicians rising in Trump's wake who come with the same policy profiles and ideological proclivities, but in a far more congenial and urban package, propelled by something more than personal grievance. Now, uh, let me give you a disclaimer. I have no animosity towards Christianity as a religion, nor the work it does to fight for people at the margins, but Evangelical Protestants were a commanding 38% of the Republicans in 2020. Mainline Protestants have fallen to 17% and Catholics have grown to 25%. Christian nationalism is the belief that the American nation is defined by Christianity and that the government should take an active step to keep it that way. The election of Johnson reflects the success of the Christian right in a long-term struggle to wrest control from traditional Republican elites in battles fought out in Republican primary elections. The decimation of moderate and centrist members of the House was most striking over the election cycles from 2010 to the present, with the vast majority of successful challenges happening in the most evangelical districts. Not only do Republicans and centrist members of the House uh, uh, are striking over the election cycles they've done from 2010 to the present, and the vast majority of those have been successful, as I said. Not only do Republicans overwhelmingly represent the districts with the most white national evangelicals, but those Republicans are deeply entrenched with little or no danger of losing their general election to a Democrat. The MAGA movement was unleashed with the Tea Party movement in 2010, well before Donald Trump emerged as a dominant political figure. It is not surprising to see an election denying evangelical Christian who favors a national abortion ban. Bible courses in public schools and, quote, covenant marriage, and who believes that the LGBTQ people are living an, quote, unnatural um, lifestyle and a dangerous lifestyle at that, elevated he is to the speakership. Democrats chose a candidate who can manage the economy 57-40, a view shared by independents by a smaller margin, 53 to 45. Republican voters, in contrast, preferred a candidate who will preserve and is no longer operating beneath the circus or uh, surface or in the background. Johnson likes to say 
that the U.S. is a, a republic, not a democracy. He means that the majority does not and should not get its way. That would be a democracy. A republic means a rule by the virtuous, not the majority. And the virtuous, of course, are conservative Christians like him. Speaker Johnson opposes LGBTQ plus rights and is an election denier. Johnson wants to protect rich white collared criminals since these propose, he proposed that Mr. Biden must agree to cut money the Internal Revenue Service uses to chase down high income tax cheats. Reducing the IRS budget will certainly actually widen the deficit, the opposite of what Republicans claim the cure is about. Research found that every additional dollar spent on auditing high-income taxpayers yielded $12 in new revenue for the Treasury. But making sense isn't really Mr. Johnson's game. The new Republican Speaker has chosen to put a poison pill in the foreign aid bill, another indication of the speaker's need to mobilize the government against people at the margins. The NADBWMT fights for these people and asks you to uh, support their values. As a close, I want to remind you once again that our values are on, on display. We talk about them, we cherish them when we're at our national convention, and that will be next year in 2024 in Albuquerque, New Mexico, the Enchanted State. It's in July, and to register, nabwmt.org is the website. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it.